What's up, Alabama? On today's show, we have a news roundtable. Allison, what's up first? We're going to talk about NIL, name, image, likeness, which you may or may not know much about. And then we're going to talk about Steve Marshall going to bat for Alabamians, God bless him, on the genderless bathroom stuff from the Biden administration. And then what do we finish up with? Anonymous teacher. You guys, you don't want to miss that. Stick around. We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered, your favorite podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is with me, so is Allison Sinclair. And don't forget that this podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. So be sure to subscribe and give us five stars. This helps us out tremendously because it helps others find out about Alabama Unfiltered. Also, don't forget to sign up for the 1819 newsletter to have their top stories delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. Ladies, how are y'all? We're good. So good. Why are you smiling? It was like like it was almost off the cuff. Well, you know, maybe, possibly. Maybe I've done so bad at it over the last few weeks that they gave me something (laughs) to read. After last week, Adrian was like, eh. Give him something to read. No doubt about it. Yeah, but this is so fancy. I thought we'd have something with signs. Well, at least I didn't read the parts that were like, you know, Joe Biden does, like, turn page, smile, stop now. Leave. Stare someone (laughs) down. Don't say another word. Make a threat. Smell the ladies and the little girls. (laughs) I mean, don't you think they have to give him instructions on everything? They do. They do. This way. This way. It probably says, you know, like with an arrow. Leave. Go deeply. This way. Don't stare at that little lady. Wasn't there a soap commercial like a long time ago? I was thinking Mary Catherine Gallagher. Oh. Oh. Don't they have to? That reminds take, me. That's yeah. gross. Did, she um, sticks her fingers <laughs> in and licks Mary Catherine gross. Gallagher. That is disgusting. Okay. That is nasty. Anyway. But wasn't there a soap we, commercial where they were like, I think it's Irish Spring. Irish Spring or something? Yes, it was Irish Spring. Before you, Joe Biden was president, now he's ruined that commercial. <laughs> he made, changes it completely. I Look, I've got a bone to pick with y'all. This is before the program. Oh, right. shoot. And y'all were talking about going to eat somewhere or whatever. And y'all literally, no one in Alabama has ever said the sentence that y'all said. And y'all said it almost simultaneously. Oh, they have a really good cauliflower... Cauliflower? Cauliflower. Cauliflower cauliflower crust pizza. And no one in an Alabama, self-respecting Alabamian, has ever uttered that sentence. I think they have. Why would you do a cauliflower crust pizza when you have regular pizza? Well, because maybe you plan to have cake and ice cream. And oh. you've had mozzarella sticks before, so, so, so you're trying to <laughs> cut the carbs that you're going to have, uh, or sugar, which are also carbs. And so right. you're just planning ahead. So this is the Big thing. Mac fry Diet Coke argument. Yes, and it's very effective. <laughs> it's a very good yeah, argument. Well, for me, it's but just I just like it. It does better taste than good. real crust. No, 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 no. not better. Well, it's then just why are you doing it's it? It's like saying, why do you what's eat chicken when you can eat steak? Because well, by the time different. you get the cheese and the pepperoni and all that stuff, what's the difference in cauliflower crust and regular crust? About uh, fifty carbs. Fifty carbs, hundred calories, two hundred calories. I was going to talk about the consistency. There's something about the consistency. But it's you just like told me you don't like it's it better. Chewy. No, it's different. You're asking me like. Do I oh, like, so you like fries dipped in ranch or do I like fries dipped in ketchup better? Which one well, do you like better? Neither. They're both really They're good. They're both it just exactly the, the same. You, you have no ability to say this one's even a little better than that one. 
I mean, look. Probably Jim and Nick's Ranch. I would choose the Jim oh, and Nick's that's Ranch. Good ranch. That's really good. That ranch. is good stuff. I don't know. Maybe mm. George Soros just and Klaus Schwab have taken over my brain, and I'm about cauliflower. to eat. Well, I mean, you crickets know. and bugs too. Did you mm. say that we're doing that? They're like yeah. they're yeah. they're already integrating that into the school lunch program, and I think it's Australia. Like cicada tacos. Wasn't it the cicadas that were blooming? Wait, what did they do? Yes. Uh, Bloom, yeah. hatch, whatever they are. Spawn. Yeah. I, mean, I remember seeing that years what ago. What are the cicadas? Are they the ones in the yeah. trees? Yeah. Well, how do they find the enough of those? Well, there was like a swarm. Are there like millions they, of they, people? Well, they only, I mean, whatever those bugs are, they only mm -hmm. come out like every seven years, right? What are those bugs? Are those the... Well, they're going to starve like to death the other six years anyway, if we're waiting on the seven years. I think it's cauliflower crust. But <laughs> I'm with that. For that. If you give me cauliflower crust, or cicada crust, I'm going with the cauliflower. It's delicious. You need to try I, it. Is, we're no, going. No, Your wife would, would be very that? impressed if you tried that. This is the cauliflower crust uh, pizza at Top Golf. Oh, was that and the one? Also, yeah, their it's, burgers it's are like very good. It's called the farm something. Did you, I saw a thing today that had someone who just posted a, have you ever eaten one of these, which is... I thought it was weird because it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Like a homemade one, not the one you buy in the package. Right. And people were on their case because, hey, that's not right because there's peanut butter allergies and gluten allergies and you shouldn't oh, be promoting the PBJ sandwich. That's how far we've gotten. That's what we grew up on. I love Like I would have starved to death in okay. the 80s. Creamy or crunchy? On a sandwich? Yeah. You got to go with creamy on the sandwich. Depends on the day. You kind of like the ranch or the ketchup. Well, there's a reason. There's a mechanical reason because when you're trying to mix it, do you mix it up yourself? Do you spread jelly on one and peanut butter on the other? Or do you put them both in the bowl I'll and mix them, them this, up? Uh, oh. oh. Oh, that's what you do. You mix them up. And it's harder to mix up the crunchy. And you use fork. Oh, I've never even considered that. That's really? Way too much time. Oh, I just it's like way slap better. the peanut butter on. Oh no, you gotta add try it jelly. mixed up. You gotta try it mixed up. Mainly creamy, but I have crunchy as well. Mm -hmm. well considering that y'all's palates so are so Gardendale's weird. High dollar so, from the you, cauliflower okay. pizza crowd. Do you not oh, just I buy, can't even imagine hey, mixing up the really jelly. Do you buy what? the goober stuff that's the peanut no, butter and the jelly? No, that would be wrong. That's not American too. No, you have to have separate jars, but you mix it together. <laughs> All right. Sure. Said Goober. Okay. <laughs> she did. Look, it felt weird, but I said it. <laughs> that's okay? what it's called. Because it's what it's called. Uh, and oh, sometimes really? yeah, that's what it's the, called. The pre the pre squeezed in there a with a the stripe in it. In the store shopping mm, for our families. Ask your wife. She'll know instinctively what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm sure about. she does. I, they, she sends me to the grocery store. I have no idea where anything is. It drives me crazy. So I just have well, to find a lady. They have frozen cauliflower. Is it sexist pizza? to always ask they the do. ladies they where? Do you buy the green brand? The green and white brand? I don't know what that brand is. Just well, the packaging is green and white? Yes. Yeah. It's very good pizza. I'm really being serious. I love We're going to bring you crust. some next week. We are. Just bring me like a real one. Hey, we've lost Can we all eat of during our the show? I don't know, because they might want to know these things. Right, last question of okay. no substance. Is it sexist for me to always ask a woman in the grocery store where things are? No. It's okay. just telling me. It's like our time to shine. Yeah. We're like we're superior oh, of at course. the store. It's on aisle 11 halfway down right on the second yeah. shelf. And don't ignore that other stuff because it's not the good kind. This is, comes, this is the white and green wrapper. <laughs> it really is. All our time in the grocery store, we mm -hmm. put it to good use. Hours. Hours in the store, along with hours in the car. That's true. Yeah, no I'm not offended. That. Okay, good. I just no, and sure, I'm not offended. Like, offend I've got the door open for me too. I'm not offended you're not, by that you're either. Not like, no, oh, I can hold it for myself. No. Yeah, no, I'm very grateful for yeah. anyone who wants to open the door. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, that's because y'all are genuine Southern ladies. We are. 
how you made it there. Doesn't mean I won't punch you in the face. She started that. That's exactly right. I mean, were you like, about to say because I started in the north or and she started in Tennessee? Is that what you're yeah, harder. The further you are out, the longer the transition is. But you've done great. I, I would even say infant. you may have surpassed my Tennessee friend in southernness. You know what? I don't know if there's any. Because she went from Tennessee nasty ball orange to Tennessee, to Auburn blue and orange. She's she just not, she imp- went to the crimson. not improving at all. She did. Hey, we're going to the game this weekend. Is mm. anybody else going? Okay. I'm going to West Virginia this weekend. Y'all might. You. This might be. Oh, okay. I'm going to see my kid. Yes. Oh, I you going to the football game too? No, we do not. No. Why do you not go to the football game? We tried that once. What was wrong with it? Just because well, it wasn't Alabama? It's not Alabama. Really? But it's very fun to go. It's very fun to be on campus on game day weekends on any college campus. I mm-hmm. think. Um, let me I let me let me specify D one that are actively interested right. well, in football. Fans. Yeah, you have to be very. Let me let me clarify. Okay. Um, because all is not the same. Once you've been to Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, right? The rest of yeah. it's kind of boring. Going to going to a college game back. that has fewer people there than at the Garnell High School game is yeah, mm-hmm. it's just right. Not the right. same because right. we have our priorities straight. Right. I was going to say I'm, I'm I'm kidding, but not kidding. Like I'm a little nervous about this weekend. Are you? Like I, it has the potential to be out of hand. You know, game day will be there, and then right, and uh, then like, is it in Tuscaloosa or is it in Tennessee? It's in Knoxville. Oh, so my I haven't goodness. been home. I haven't been to a game. This is there y'all's in best chance in a long years. time. Yeah, truly. Unless Bryce Young I'll runs out there, then y'all hang it again. up. Wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's going to be a very good game. I do too. Although I Tennessee's think. one of Tennessee's starters just got arrested for aggravated assault, but that's he a normal day at D one SEC Let's, schools. Right? Well, this is a great segue into one of our conversations. Yes. I didn't okay. even plan that, but. But yeah, so I'll I'll send you all some pictures. Hey, I'll do some video. I'll do Okay. We're starting a TikTok channel, which is gonna be hysterical. We are wild. Y'all are? You oh are. no, you are. Well, you we are. just haven't given I'm you your dancing. assignment yet. Wait a minute. Let's it's just clip that tape, Adrian, right there where oh. he said, I'm not dancing for when he does. <laughs> no, and, the first uh, time I dance, you will be like, Okay, you're right. No, no dancing. It's gonna be videos of like you eating the crybaby warhead okay. that you just That's did. what we're doing. Yeah, we're doing know. fun things. Okay, yes, you know what? I'm, I'm, for it. I'm all for promoting. But the yeah, show. Allison, you're right. That did just kind of kick us off into. It's like she's a professional, mm-hmm. and she Doesn't got us there. <laughs> it's so easy. So, what is the first topic? Well, that you were segueing into. Ab, this is your and and your okay. Well, yeah, nil. Ah, yeah. name, image, image likeness. likeness for college kids. College kids, which I think is ruining college sports. Do you really? Okay, you really and do. you have one that plays college mm-hmm. sports. She has and, deals. I, and I have one who's had a couple, you know, small, small nil kind of a arrangements. Nothing like what you know, college some college football players get. But I think it's I don't think it's good for the sport. Has she taken them? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like you don't so she, like so it, she's but made, you're gonna, so she's made you're a gonna money take it. advantage of it. Oh, absolutely. How dumb are you if somebody says, here, here's $5, and you say, oh, no, I'm, I'm opposed well, to carrying cash. that's what we cash. tell legislators well, not to take right. from the AEA. But that's bribery. That's, that's, that's bribery. I have a different opinion. You, are you for it? Uh, yeah, I am. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I am. so but, but, I, I do want to ask some questions on that then. Okay. So, so how do you decide oh, – okay, this is a great example. So Bryce Young, quarterback at the University of Alabama, uh, what – at least a million dollar deal, maybe this year, maybe more than a million dollar year deal. Um, if he got now, he's a great athlete, won the Heisman Trophy, the whole nine yards. If he goes to Vanderbilt instead of the University of Alabama, 
How much is he worth as the quarterback at Vanderbilt? Zero. Zero. Okay. So what is his value? What is he being paid for? What is he NILing I for? I think that the NIL is doing, and, and you also have to talk about NIL, not name image likeness, not just in college. Mm-hmm. I think you also are seeing it happen in high school. LeBron James's son. Right. Um, but that's because it's LeBron kid, James's son. There's line. five kids on Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated of the, the trending kids who have gotten a lot of money, and it was a mm-hmm. Nike deal. Okay. That's a whole nother issue. Right. Um, but what I do think is that it is another way to keep kids in college longer um, because they may be getting more money than they would have. They are the school and other people were capitalizing off of their mm-hmm. number or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And kids in some cases were not able to, let's say families come from completely, you know, different backgrounds. Okay. So you're saying they're broke. I, I'm saying they're broke. I'm okay. saying we know that there's payment going on. We haven't engaged mm-hmm. in that because that's right. not what we do. Right. However, I think in one way it could be mm-hmm. beneficial because mm-hmm. it keeps kids in school longer mm-hmm. because it makes it competitive versus leaving it and mm-hmm. going to the NBA, going to the mm-hmm. NFL. Really, those are the two main that mm-hmm. are leaving school early. And so they're right. not there as long. I think right. it extends their college life. I think it allows them to finish and get their degree and then mm-hmm. go on. Mm-hmm. I think there's something good about that. Okay. So so a couple of questions would be, all right, so the, the kids who are the most likely to get an NIL deal, and we'll, right. mo- let's mostly just talk football and basketball. Okay. That's, that's where okay. the real money is. The yeah. other things are, are nice, but they're very, very small dollars. Um, the kids who are the most likely to get a big NIL deal are probably very, very likely – to get the the next level, NBA, NFL, Correct. whatever. So you end up with a team of, what, 80-something kids. How many of the football players at a Division One school of that 80-something are actually getting almost anything from an NIL deal? Five? I would say of the percentage-wise, are yeah. you saying numbers? Oh, either one. I'll take I either one. So maybe 10% do? 10% do. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it is magical and wonderful. Right. But I feel like we are dealing with life as it is. Okay. And I do think one way, it is 10%, and it mm-hmm. is for what I'm looking at in the basketball world, it is right. very motivating for somebody to try to get some right. um, that they have earned because okay. they have to earn it. Right. That is the one part that I like about it. Right. Um, they're not going to give it to kids who are not at the top of their game. That's now, right, because you you have to have you have to make a name for you yourself. Do have to you make have to a do name all for that. Yourself. So you're saying that maybe they can make some money while they play at college because they exceed at college, but if they don't go to the NFL, I mean to the NBA, maybe they made some money while they were in college because they excelled and they were one of the better players in in that state or whatever, and everybody liked them, so they get some deals. And so it gives them an opportunity to make some. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with that part other than I'm a little bit bothered by, as you and I both know, that this was all sold to everyone as these poor athletes. They don't make anything. They don't get anything. They're basically, you know, going to practice all day. And then they're standing on the side of the street corner with, please help me. I'm poor and homeless. Mm -hmm. When you and I both know that's not the case at major programs. 
So we were kind of sold on the, yes. hey, they need to make something. Well, they were getting paid. Right. They, they were, were getting They paid. were calling it stipends and this kind of yes. stuff, but they were getting paid. And most Americans thought, they're not getting paid anything. They're just being used. Yeah, they're, they're just slaves. They're getting money. And, and then you've got the whole situation where, say it's like baseball. You know, baseball, you could go play in the minor leagues. Right. And if we had a minor league football program or we had a minor league, they're kind of getting there in basketball. Minor league basketball program, mm-hmm. some of these kids who are making big NIL deals because they're a quarterback at Georgia or they're a quarterback at Alabama, if they went and played in minor league football, probably wouldn't get almost anything. Right. So a lot of it really is, are you the quarterback at Alabama? Are you the linebacker at, at Georgia? Are you so-and-so? So I'm just conflicted with and then how you deal with – well, this cornerback gets it, but this one doesn't. Is it because this one's on TikTok all the time, doing crazy things? The, How do you become popular? Same thing, and I could be completely wrong. Two mm-hmm. things: one is who's going to help influence to sell whatever product they want to be sold. Right. And they're going to be doing the same thing in the future. Right. So there's that. You're, there's actually three things. Two, you're exactly right. They were mm-hmm. always getting paid. Right. Um, does this clean it up? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it makes it worse. But but here's a suggestion from Chris Shaver, because I mm-hmm. picked his brain about the whole thing, mm-hmm. is at the very least, and see what y'all think about this, mm-hmm. the very least, his suggestion was you need to have a business class when they get to school. <laughs> so they don't spend it so all. So that they don't spend it all. Mm-hmm. So that they know how to read a contract. Mm-hmm. So that they know how to have a budget. Mm-hmm. so that they know how to create their own kind of influencer account that they want to have, that they're right. in control of. Right. And so that they can also be careful of the lecherous agents and the right. ones that really actually have right. their best interests at heart that may have been on their diaper crew right. versus people, diaper crew meaning that have been there from the beginning with them right. and like know them. Right. Um, or do they want to go with a big agency that's well-known? Or are there new people coming on that are like, hey, I'll help you and I'll help you and I'll help you. And then they end up at the end of their MBA career and maybe they've made a lot of money, but they have everybody on the bus right? and they didn't get to save any of their money. So he thinks it is very important no matter what we do to teach them how Mm -hmm. to wisely manage their money. Oh, I agree with that. that. That is something that's really... That part, I'm like, I am. We should have been doing that already, though. Already. I mean, for, what do you for, think? for a lot of these. Crazy? I don't know. I mean, I think it's from an outsider. I don't have mm-hmm. a child that's playing any D1 college sports. My my superficial immediate thought when all this started was like, this just ruins the game. Like right. your payment should be a free ride to college right. and the experience and the exposure that you get, and that should be enough. I mean, I think when you start throwing money in front of kids that are barely 18, 19, well, 20 you may years be old, throwing it in front of their dad. Hey, um, I want to go to Tennessee and play. And dad says, are you kidding me? Wichita Southwest Directional School is going to give you more. No, I was trying to be good for oh, Tennessee. Okay. So-and-so over here is going to give you more, son. Shocker. I need you to go over here. Mm-hmm. You know, dad, dad may be in the background working the deal. He may be the he may be the agent. Yeah. He may be saying, "I adds, want the dollars now instead of I want to go where you have the best chance of going to the NFL." I mean, there's so much, so much, so much sliminess that can can yeah. be in there. Yeah. And so and so now we're openly paying kids to come to our schools. It reminds me of gambling in Alabama. Like we mm-hmm. know it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. happening at Green Track. It's happening. There's bingo, whatever. Um. But just because it's happening doesn't mean you legalize it and then make all your money and 
tax right. it. You know, it, just because it's happening doesn't mean you sanction it. And I just think, I think it's a slippery slope and it opens the door for a lot of more corruption and in a lot more um, just, I don't know. It mm-hmm. already feels like a business and like what happened to like good old, just like college. I just want to go play there. Just, mm-hmm. just right. college, you know, but I also see the flip side and I'm looking at especially Alabama and how much money they make off their players and that image and that. Right. And, and so some of it does seem wrong. Um, Then the other thing I think about is like, well, what if you're the players, you're the 90% that don't have these deals. Don't you feel like a loser? And like, how does that do? How many offensive linemen get that deal? Yeah. I mean, what does that do for morale on the team? You know, I've, I've heard stories though. There are some programs that are out there and I think it may be more baseball. Um, some of these programs are like, look, we're going to do our NIL deals as a team. Right. The team will support this. The team eats Joe's cheeseburgers. The team mm-hmm. eats uses so-and-so's car dealership. This is the official thing of the team. And they're taking it in as a team and using it for, you know, kids that don't have the full ride scholarship, yeah. paying for part of it. So it, 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 I know it sounds a little socialist-y sounding. No, I like But that I idea. really think that there is a way to say, okay, if you really want to sponsor the teams – which I think they actually probably could have before, so mm-hmm. didn't need the NIL. But if you want to do that, go do that. And then maybe we should get to where you are and say, if you want to go play college ball for quote-unquote free and get everything paid and get a stipend every month, do it. If you don't like that deal, go ahead and go play in the minor leagues. Just go ahead and right. go pro. And then that really would kind of fix the whole thing. You have a choice. I'm good enough to go play minor league baseball come up with minor league football and and separate it back out and kind of let it go back the way it was but at the same time if you're going to do it you know i'm glad for the kids that get it but it just seems like a way that if i'm a really big booster and i want that center to come play basketball for us hey i got an ideal nil deal for you all you gotta do is advertise for my business well i mean like Adam Weitzman up in Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, do you all remember he he was giving a million dollars for one NIL player for football and basketball? I can't remember the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But he, um, and this was just a few weeks ago. I mean, one million dollars, one person mm-hmm. to advertise, and he's in the scrap metal industry. I mean, I don't know what they're going right, to do. He's going to advertise for scrap metal. Anyway, I mean, that's one person. Right. One player. Well, remember the Saban, Jimbo Fisher thing? Mm-hmm. And, like the last week? Well, the one back when in the summer. had a fight. Oh, Yeah, okay. and then Jimbo's like, uh, and he and Saban's saying, well, this is how they got the number one recruiting class. They've gotten all these kids to come with these NIL deals. And then Fisher says, well, we didn't we didn't do anything illegal. Well, I'm like, you're right. You didn't do anything illegal. But you didn't say you didn't NIL deal them all to get, him, get them here either because that's not illegal. Right. And, so, but I also think, though, that the strength of the program that the child is going to, that chooses right. to go to, also matters. And I think that it that the quality of the coaching staff mm-hmm. uh, matters. I know that even before this happened, players are you know paid to, oh, I'm going to commit here. And then somebody comes in and says, no, you need to come here. Right. And, and you're right. And sometimes it really is the family that are saying, no, you, we really don't want you to go there. We really right. want you to go here. Um, the other part of this equation is the NCAA, which really before Auburn made their final four run, and mm-hmm. um, 
there are some very strict regulations in place, even dealing with how much food the kids could get from their university. Right. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And so I think the other part of this equation was this is a reaction formation to what the NC, some of the rules and regulations that they have in place are insane Mm -hmm. and they're not realistic. And so nobody, it's kind of like education. Ooh, it's like we're segue there. Right. Um, But it's kind of like nobody's talking to each other. Right. And they've got to figure out what's going to be best. Mm -hmm. But I do think on the capitalistic side Mm -hmm. that it does motivate people to do their best. Mm -hmm. Um, When Will is looking at his teammates, they all love each other anyway. He mm-hmm. is excited for his friends who are years ahead of him who right. have great deals. Right, right. The benefit to us is we're excited because some of them are going to stay around to polish their skills and right. up their game so that they are ready for the next level. Um, so, so, they're, so they're finding, at least in basketball, that because they have an NIL deal, they're going to stay longer. Yes. Will, will they do that if they're actually drafted, though? So when you're drafted, I don't know anything you know about that part because we're brand can, new to the whole right. thing. Because once they know they can go pro, do they really say, no, I'm not going to go pro yet? I don't, that would be interesting. I think that what happens, I know, for basketball players is they mm-hmm. wait to see if they're on the draft board. They wait to see right. because scouts see where are at every they're practice. Right. They're watching their every move. They don't do anything without being watched. Right. And so that – that affects them. Now, I'm not right. saying that some of these boys who stuck around didn't do it because we'd like to win a natty, a, you know. Right, right. You know, after or 2017. I, or I want my draft place to go and up I want next my, year. And so I think what you have to have involved is you have to have honest right. brokers, and that depends mm-hmm. on your school. Right. You have to understand that paying players has been going on forever. So you're mm-hmm. right. It is a little bit like gambling. We know it's happening. Right. But we also know that the kids – who they were using number 28 and they were buying all number 28 jerseys, but this kid didn't get a thing and he can't afford a plane ticket home. Right. Because you NCAA said that we can't send him home. Right. We've got a problem. So there's a disconnect there. They could have saved a little bit of their stipend. They could have. They could have saved their stipend. I I do know some people that do that. And I know know people who uh, spend it all their money. All their money. And so then comes in, hey, let's just, Talk about business. Let's talk about how you spend your money. Let's right. go back to like teaching right. them how to do it so that we right. know whatever happens here. And right. I don't disagree that it can't be slimy and that right. people aren't paid to come in right. to go play at Alabama. But I also think that it does matter the kind of people that they're going to play for. I agree. I think that matters. Right. Um, but I'm also Of course, also in basketball, concerned. North Carolina is one of those... It's like Alabama in football. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so those those deals come along. Right down the street, there's some basketball players at North Carolina State. Yes. They're not getting that one. No, they're not. Because the program that's that matters. Right. And, right. and one of the things you said was about how much money the programs make. Those programs pay for all the other programs. Football, well, yeah. football pays for, let's be honest, pays for baseball too. There's a bunch of guy sports that it pays for, yeah. but it pays for the girl sports, the guy sports, the – there's just very few things that aren't paid for by football. So like in Alabama, if you see 50 or $60 million, it's paying for everything. Mm-hmm. And it's paying for every, to build everybody else's venues and everybody yeah. else's fields and everybody, all that. So, you know, and I'm it is, it's, it's like, complicated. For you, you know, you were saying buying all the 28, number 28 stuff, and he can't get home. And I'm like, well, at the same time, the universities and these teams, if you want to view it as a business, it's like they're taking on the risk of bringing on that player. Right. So why should they not right. be able to reap the benefits of taking on that risk? Um, 
I mean, it yeah. happens in, in business all the time. Right. Um, your CEO and your business makes a lot of money off of you right. that you don't right. actually see. Well, it seems like when you dig in, the NCAA may cause more problems than they solve yeah. because they they want it to be so fair, 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 that they they disregard the resources that are at the big universities. And they say, well, that's not fair. It'll give you an unfair advantage because this little college can't send their can't afford to send mm-hmm. their kids home, but but North Carolina can, Alabama can. Well, I don't I don't really understand why the big schools don't say, okay, we're going to have a whole different set of guidelines here. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be able to do some of these things that are normal, that are common. We'll send our kids home every so often. Um, that seems like it makes sense to me. Yeah. But they do have pretty big stipends at some of these schools. Well, they do. They do. Surprisingly And, and if you go to school a certain distance from home, it used to be that you get a stipend to go home. You can. Mm-hmm. But if you're in that window and right. there are players that can't go home, I, I right. think the NCAA, bless them, um, there just needs to be ongoing conversation about bit, how this, because I'm also concerned, last thing I'll say about this, and I'd love to jump into education, mm-hmm. is when a politician, though, is interested in this and they're concerned, really, mm-hmm. that means they're going to tax it. Right. So, I'm, yeah. you know, or is this just a business expense and you're going to have to pay taxes because everybody right. else has to pay taxes. I think they're probably going to pay taxes. You it's, know, it's so, and we believe in paying right. our taxes. And I don't even know what the stipends are. Yeah. And I don't want you to say what the stipends are. I'm but not, I, I don't know. I would rest, I would tell all our viewers and listeners that they will be shocked yes. at what the stipends are. Yes. Because some of the stipends at some of the schools are more than some people working jobs probably make. And then really? they're gonna be like, yes. they're gonna be like, oh Can my gosh, I thought out? y'all were, I thought y'all were broke. People will be shocked. I, I, and I wish I, I could remember exactly you what to it. Find out that information. What some of it is. Do this right there. <laughs> I don't even know if it'll show up. Yeah, yeah. I know that's it's a, one of the things that question. you know. But it's I, interesting. I promise it's more than people think. It is. It is. A, it's a nice allowance. It's something to watch. How all this, and I can't remember mm-hmm. what just happened with Bruce Pearl. He just said he wasn't going to. And I'm going to say this, and both of y'all are staring at me with blank stares. Yeah, I have not heard okay, it. We might no. He was he he said he wasn't going to put money somewhere. I, I promise, I'm not making it up. <laughs> Although I've had crazy dreams lately, so maybe. But anyway, he said he wasn't going to put money somewhere that he was going to spend his time investing in nil deals for the players. And I can't remember what it was, but I remember mm-hmm. going. See the shift. So so I, now so now anyway, it's, it really it. is becoming professional sports. Yeah. It's how much you can pay, mm-hmm. which will kind of change the whole thing because yeah. there's so many little kids who, especially in North Carolina, who who want to play basketball in North Carolina. Yeah. So many little kids that would give anything to be a football player at Alabama or yeah. even Tennessee or Auburn. Um, <laughs> and now it's and now we're just going to change it to. How much? What nil deal can you get me? It's just. Uh, I really uh, wish they had spent all their time and energy coming up with minor leagues for basketball and football and giving kids a pathway where they didn't have to go to college kind of if they wanted to. Stuff. Yes, well, but like instead of doing that, they're just going to blow up yeah. college sports, it, which they're against anyway. The folks yeah. who it's a whole thing. push it all don't even aren't even sports people, right. and a lot of people are making money off this because they're the agents, right? Oh no, that's a great deal. Let's let's do this. And how do you get in trouble for talking to, to an agent about going pro, but you have an agent for your NIL deal? How is how is that still a violation? I don't even know. 
don't, <laughs> I, 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 I don't I even, even understand it. I can't it. even figure it out. I literally just, you know, I was like, Chris, we're going to talk about this. Right. Um, but it is all still so new. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I may have a completely different opinion. Yeah, but right. looking at it purely from the innocent standpoint of just starting out. Right. I am not yet jaded is I think in some ways it could benefit Right. But I can see that it is, like Allison said, a very slippery slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And um, where there's a lot of money, there's also a lot of trouble. Right. I and found the Bruce Pearl thing. Ooh, oh, yes. did you? What you? Okay. So he has put on um, hold building the new practice facility because he says the project is being pushed to the back burner for the time being because Auburn needs to prioritize another aspect of its athletics program first, the NIL. Hmm. So they're going to take. We've got to take care the, of the NIL space first in all sports. First, that's got to be one of our commitments and our objectives. We've got some other things to take care of before we take care of the practice facility. It's already happening. So we're not going to build a practice facility because yes, we've got to focus on how to get more money in for the, the NIL. The top three players need millions. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I, I mean, I, and I love I Bruce don't, Pearl. I don't see how that helps. Well, he's got to. Otherwise, you can't compete. Yeah. And and that's that's the thing, and I think they're going to have to fix this in some way. And I don't know how they do. And it's like the NCAA just mm-hmm. dropped this on mm-hmm. everybody, with without thinking about what was going to happen. And I think it's just going to cause more and more problems. And I know even like in in a basketball close knit family, the kid who goes who plays really well, and another kid plays really well, and they're real close. But this kid uh, does all the interviews or this kid does this, all of a sudden his stock is worth a lot more because everybody sees him and hears him and they really like him. And then this kid's like, what the heck? Why am I not getting to do that? So I see eventually you start getting a little bit of <laughs> rub, a little bit of friction. What? Should I, what? Should I tell Scott when somebody the other day started talking about the Scott Beeson show? <laughs> What? Yeah. So the other day we were somewhere and they were talking to a guy. I was it was Ty Coffee and they okay. were like, "Hi, we we heard you on the Scott Beeson show and that was such a great um a great show. We're so right. glad you right. stop. Yeah. What? We're so glad. He's you very know, proud. Thank right you now. for all you're doing or whatever. And I was like, so we, we I'm just nodding and right. Ty's nodding and right. the conversation ends and I was like, did you call Scott's radio show? Because I don't remember. He went on Leland's show mm-hmm. and he was like, no. And then the guy comes back and he was like, oh, Allison. Oh, Allison. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Ty, because you were on the show. You, Allison, you were on Scott Beeson's show. Anyway, it was the Scott Beeson show. <laughs> yeah. That's how the, I was thankful because, mm-hmm. well, people recognize you. I'm glad somebody was watching. But that's how these kids feel. You know, you're yeah. like, wait, I, wait, I. I was there too. Right, I'm there too. Yeah. I, but no, you know, <laughs> I was no. like, it lies the rub, and that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. And so then you have to think, and this is like a whole axiom for life, I think, is are you going to um, be bitter about that or are you going right. to let that motivate yeah. you to do better? Right. Th- Maybe. This is what Which I always Alice, come down to. It's going to be the Allison <laughs> show. So sweet. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, when they say, hey, Scott, I saw you on Allison's show. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's you'll know be you are a total I will know loser. I'm done. <laughs> you just need to check out. So which, um, speaking of checking out, mm-hmm. because where do they need to know what, what we're doing with our kids when we check them out of school anyway? This is what I want to know. Right. Which education part do we want to talk about? So we have two options. We can talk about Biden wanting boys in the girls' bathrooms, or we can talk about 
the anonymous teacher letter. We can go there next. Which one? Can we do both? Yeah, we, yeah, we can, can do, both. do both. Can we just quickly say that Biden wanting boys in the girls' bathrooms, the state of Alabama should just say no? Can well, we just do that? That's so simple, Scott. What I, do you mean right. that they would just say no? This is why it's the Scott Beeson show. Right. <laughs> Can't we it's just say just that? It's just so obvious and so simple. Well, I want that. It really is an important discussion because it all goes back to what they're trying to do with Title IX, which mm -hmm. ties into sports right. and everything else. But um, so, and I don't know if you've kept like, um, Steve Marshall went on Fox News and had this mm -hmm. whole op-ed and do you know? Mm -hmm. I know a little bit about okay. it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm going to kind of set that up. So we're trying up. to say no. We're trying to say no, but Biden but what is kills like me way is, too more on us. Right. He'll cut, Thanks, your, he'll cut your lunch money, right? Yeah. He cares so yes. much about boys being forced into the girls' bathroom that he will starve poor children. It's really this yes. whole Title right? IX where... Yes. So... Which back, Title IX was girl sports, female sports, yes. women's sports. Yes. I don't know. What is, what's the preferred thing? Depends on your age. We don't care. If you just you're can't older lady, we, we don't get girls, offended. Right. So on May 5th, of all things, the USDA, the U.S. Department of Agriculture um, and Food and Nutrition Services announced that it will, it will interpret, okay? All of a sudden, huh. on May 5th, we're going to interpret Title IX differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we, that it will interpret the prohibition of discrimination based on sex found in Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972 to include discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. So they put out this press release that now all of a sudden, not only can you not discriminate on race, sex, gender, religion, right. disability, now we're going to do gender. I guess it includes like if you're a furry, you can't. If you're trans, you you know, right. if you're non-binary. So we're just going to start interpreting it to be that. And they say interpret. Which means oh, in the, we're in going to release. start yes. making this up in a yes. different way than it's always been. They yes. back it up by saying this action is in line with President Biden's executive order on preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. This executive order came out January 20th, 2021. Okay, so okay. Biden puts it out on January 20th. Mm -hmm. The USDA comes out on May 5th. This is how Biden's executive order begins. Every person should be treated with respect and did, 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 dignity and should not and should be able to live without fear, no matter who they are or whom they love. Okay, we can okay, all agree great. with that. I'm, I'm for that. I'm, I'm fine I'm down with that. With that. Mm -hmm. Children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied access to the restroom, the locker room, or school sports. All persons should receive equal treatment under the law, no matter their gender identity they or sexual do. orientation. Right. Okay. If y'all go, I mean, think about that. Children should not be worrying about whether they will be denied access to restrooms. Which they're Boys not. Boys can go to the girls. But what I'm saying is today, no one's denied access to the bathroom. But if you feel like a girl. You just can't go to the bathroom boy, you want to go to. Right. Okay. Right. Correct. But they're saying you should be able to go with the one you feel like. Correct. Well, should not be denied access to locker rooms. Mm -hmm. Okay. That means... Boys should be able to dress out and the girls. I mean, mm -hmm. this is what the Biden administration is right. after. And school sports, which means boys can try out for the cheer team. For the girls' and they volleyball can, team. The girls' no, volleyball team. No, I'm against team. the cheer team thing, for sure, 100%. Well, I'm not against <laughs> male cheerleaders. No. But males who know they're males. What? Right? what? Boys who know they're boys can be You want boys. You want male boys well, to I mean, be boy cheerleaders. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on if they want to wear a skirt or a... Yeah. 
I mean, well, good grief. Okay, so that's <laughs> just like, different. Get, 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 hurts. Right. So this is what happens. So the USDA puts this out. This is where it comes to Alabama. The USDA press release continues. As a result, state and local agencies, program operators, and sponsors that receive funds from FNS, the Food and Nutrition Services, mm -hmm. the reduced and free lunch funds, must investigate allegations of discrimination based on gender identity or sexual orientation. Those organizations must also update their non-discrimination policy and, and signage to include prohibitions against discrimination based on gender identity and sexual orientation. So that means you're going to have to have signs in your schools yes. that also say this is right. So, so the USD is saying that they will not send funds, federal mm -hmm. funds, to public entities, schools, mm -hmm. that do not accept their policies, right. which means this changes everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. And there are a tremendous number of educrats who are shaking in their boots because they're afraid that the state will say, we're not doing that. So, you think? Yeah. They shouldn't be that afraid because I figure we'll fold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but and they'll turn it back around. It won't be President Biden saying we're going to starve kids if you don't do this. It will be conservatives want to starve kids because we're so closed-minded. That's what it is. I mean, and the, the, it's just disgusting. The Biden administration is holding these kids that are the most vulnerable mm -hmm. hostage to mm -hmm. implement these ideologies. So... In response, 22 states sue the Biden administration for basically overstepping on states' rights. And um, it's led by Indiana Attorney uh, General Todd Rokita and says the National School Lunch Program feeds nearly 30 million students every day. Right. 30 million students. Now, which is that doesn't say how many already. are red and how many are blue state kids, but. Um, over 100,000 public, nonprofit, private schools and daycares receive these funds. So Steve Marshall goes just full-on nuclear and is like, we are not doing that. Our state's rights are not for sale. Mm -hmm. And he took out um, an op-ed in Fox News, and he said, by issuing a USDA memorandum and accompanying administrative rule, the administration has waged a campaign to impose the left's extremist gender identity agenda on school children with the implied threat that if states resist, their programs and public schools will get less money from the federal government. Um, and then he goes in to talk about the bigger picture to me, and it says it's important to understand how compliance with the left's radical ident gender identity agenda would destroy the educational experiences of students, girls in particular. The Biden administration's own fact sheet about guidance indicates that preventing a boy from using the girl's restroom would be discrimination if the boy identifies as a girl. Similarly, the fact sheet suggests that preventing a boy from trying out for the girls' cheerleading squad would be discrimination. This is what the left wants to see in Alabama's schools. He ends by saying the duty of state's leaders is not to dollars. We are meant to serve the interests of the people in our state. So That's a brilliant statement, and he's right all the way down. Now, if all of our politicians would just mm -hmm. stick to that, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, kudos to Steve Marshall for just right. not Amen. backing down um, – because this will, this is why people are leaving public schools in droves. I don't care, and we'll get to anonymous teacher. We'll explain that. I don't care if you have the most godly, well-meaning, loving teachers ever in your school. You can't fight this, right? And you they have to—they have to abide by the rules that are passed down, yes. and, and that's a lot of the limitations. That's why all our schools have a winter break. 
Because yeah. we used to have Christmas break. Right. And now it's winter oh. break because you couldn't call it Christmas yeah. break. So, but but everybody went along with that, and, and you know, oh well, that's just a little thing, Scott. Why are you? Well, it leads to this kind of stuff. Well, and, and years ago when we said don't take federal money for this, don't take federal money for that, don't do it. And they're like, well, what's wrong with you? Why not take federal money? There, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, eventually it comes to this kind of thing. You do this, or we'll starve your kids. Now, is this not the time then for all of these states, the 22 states that have said? Uh, stop right there at the mm-hmm. state line to mm-hmm. begin to cut off the federal government from their influence in the public school. Yes. Can we do that? If oh, they don't say we don't need your money. They absolutely to feed these can children, if they want we have to. a surplus in our they state. They don't have right. the gumballs to do it. I agree. That's with you. the problem. That's well then the other question is, you know, the state would have to come back in and say, okay, we need to really figure out who needs free lunch and who doesn't. Correct. Because the federal program is is pretty blanket wide and it's because I never figured out how people don't starve in the summer. Well, like well, our schools school around here does. Feeds people. Oh. Yeah. Well, I know that's that, but yeah. that's a pretty new program too. Yeah. That happened during where COVID. we started doing summer stuff and sending stuff home. Maybe and, like food banks step up. Maybe. Well, here's what, and I have um, story time real quickly. I haven't told okay. you all this because I want your true reactions. Is this the this uh, is happened. this the teacher? No. Okay. No. But this is this is the craft that is happening and. Um, this just happened. So at my high school, my kids' high oh, school. Oh, one, one quick thing. There's a vo- where's the volleyball team in Vermont or New Hampshire, where, oh, the, yes, where, where the state put that stuff in place, and so they've got a boy on the girls' volleyball team, and he's changing in the locker room, and the girls are like, "No, this is no, I'm not changing in front of him." And the school system or the state one told the girls, "Well, you can find a new place to change." Yeah, yeah. That's how far it has gone. That's exactly what'll happen here. Yeah. You'll get the one guy who says, I'm a girl volleyball player, I'm a girl basketball player. And then when the girls say, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this, they're going to tell the girls, get a life, you get out. Mm-hmm. He's the special one. Yeah. It's how, how, how did that, that happen? That is. Yeah. And what I can't yeah. figure out is where the dads are. Are High there five. any dads? Where are the dads? Where are the dads? Said that before. Where so, are you dads? All right, sorry. What I mean, I would well, like to see a superintendent go, I ain't doing that because Scott, will, it's going to be ugly. I'm gonna have so to charge here, him with assault. This is this is such a real life example, okay. and um, I want to be really careful because the family. Allison, I want to protect. Have you ever no, been tra- oh, oh, you're protecting somebody. Protecting I was wondering when you've ever been precar- no, no, careful on what you're no, saying. No, no, no. If okay. it comes to me, I don't really care. Right. But you know, I want to protect the family. But this is this just highlights the issue of what we're dealing with. Okay. So at my kids' high school homecoming week was like two weeks ago. Do you know what I'm about to say? I have no idea because okay. I was out of town. So I know I missed okay. all of Hoka week. So went to the pep rally that's during school. That's before mm-hmm. the homecoming game. And they announced homecoming King. Okay. Before, like not on the field. So they yeah, announced Kings it. at the pep rally yeah. and Queen. I didn't know if everybody the, did. Right. So, so they go through and um, I'm going to change the name too. But anyway. Okay. okay. So they're like announcing, they have a student reading the names. Okay. okay. And so they're like, um, Scott, so and so. Am I with a grade or something? Um, Brian, so and so, and Caleb, so and so, and then they say Susie, so and so, and I'm like, this is the male homecoming court. Yeah, this is for King, and I'm like, okay. looking around because I'm trying, like I'm looking right. to see, and there aren't many parents there. Right. Well, there's a boy named Sue. Wasn't but, that a, was a yeah, there was Cash a boy song? named Sue. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that see? song from the 50s, 60s. Oh, anyway. Well, I just made Susie up. It's oh, a different okay. name. Okay, 
But anyway, but I'm like, there aren't many parents there, but I'm looking around and like the kids are going wild when they say Susie. The kids are like, yeah. And so I'm like, wait, did I hear Susie? I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, sure enough, Susie runs down, but he's a he. And so I'm like, okay. And I know Susie. He hasn't always been a Susie. Okay. Okay. So just a few years ago, Susie was Jeff. Okay. Okay. But now he's going by Susie. Anyway, so then they announce Susie wins Homecoming King. Okay. Okay. And so Susie accepts his crown and does his thing and whatever, runs off. And I'm like, okay, how's this going to happen at the game tonight? Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll say Susie on the loudspeaker at the game or like. Right. Because his given name so, is not uh, Susie. So I'm a little confused. So you got to okay. help me out. So. Is the guy the 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 homecoming king is now a girl? Yeah, or he goes by a girl name. I don't know. He okay. he had on shorts and a t shirt. Okay. Um, and so so he wasn't like in a dress or anything. Okay. But okay. he he has a girl name. He identifies as Susie now. So he identifies as a girl. Well, I mean, he changed his. I mean, well, unless, I'm just trying to make sure. Well, maybe I'm trying to, maybe not. I maybe don't he know. just has a girl name now. Maybe and they he thought just it wants was, a girl name. Okay. Okay. So we go to the game that night mm-hmm. and sure enough, they announce him on the loudspeaker and it was muffly. You couldn't really hear uh-huh. as Susie. Oh, okay. 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 And so again, I'm looking around to see if anybody acknowledges that like Susie wasn't Susie last year. Right. Like right. we knew him as Jeff. Well, then I'm friends with um, his mom and his, okay. his sister and anyway, like, I mean, this is why I want to be sensitive, but it's an mm-hmm. issue that needs to be addressed. And the mom posts on Facebook, I'm so proud of my son, Jeff, for winning Homecoming King. Okay. Okay. So now you've got a huge issue because the school and the school district are is calling him recognizing... Susie. Are recognizing him as Susie, but his own mother is calling him Jeff. I got you. And I'm like asking my kids about it. I'm like, so what? Because we've known them. I'm like, well, what's what? the what's the deal with Susie? And they're like, it's just not a big deal. It's like, whatever, you know, it's just what he goes by now. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. This is the issue. Right. Because. So you're not talking about, his, you know, his name being Jeff Bubba Beeson. And he wants to go by Bubba. Because that's his nickname that everybody no, called no, him. No, this no, is no. a, I'm no. changing my name to a girl's name. Yeah. And yeah. you're not 100% sure how far that goes. I don't know how far it goes, okay. but all I know is that. That the school's validating it. Right. And adopting the usage and everything. So there are 1,400 students in that gym when they announce that. Mm-hmm. And all the administrators, all the adults in that room, and they're having a student read out these names mm-hmm. are just playing into it. And I, as my daughter was so kind of flipping about it, I'm like, that's not good because right. you're getting that from the adults that you're around yes. that are saying it's okay. Now, if Jeff wants to be Susie, I, I really am not the Holy Spirit in Jeff's life. I can't, right. but where's the boundary? Like, what if I want to be called Empress Allison or, you know, I like. I told you she said that to me. <laughs> uh, she does. <laughs> Please call me princess. (laughs) You know, like where does, what if, what if I want to, I I, I, I don't know, but it really, it made me pause and you should ask because 
I'm like, this is why this generation is so, they don't even pick up on it anymore. Mm-hmm. So flipping about it because it is so ingrained in them. And this crap that they're trying to do with Title IX and mm-hmm. homecoming, you know, and then my daughter last night, my seventh, last year, and se- <laughs> it's just getting worse. Mm-hmm. She's in eighth grade now. She starts saying in seventh grade, she was sitting at the lunch table and she, it was the first time she'd ever heard about um, hormone replacement, I mean, not replacement, hormone treatments because okay. the girls next to her were saying that they were going to start hormone therapy to change their sex to be boys. Mm. And I said, I said, you haven't brought this up in, in a year. Grade. And she's like, well, no, I mean, I just tried to tune him out, but what, what are you talking about? What are these, like, can you change your hormones to be a boy? And I'm like, oh my God, this is at the lunch table. Right. This is why people are leaving public I, schools. I know, I know someone whose daughter said, came to the dad and said, I think I might be transgender. I think I might really be, I should be a boy. Okay. And he was like, what? Why? Listen to this. All my friends at school are. Yeah. See, I think it's so. What are what are the statistical chances? Yes, a lot of it is pressure, and the school is helping facilitate some of these things. They are, and this is what brings me to. I'm so trying to wrap my head around this. Also, I'm formulating a column uh, based on what y'all are just talking about. I'm so I'm taking this all in. (laughs) Sorry, Um, I should have given you a heads up. I mean, my heart is just thundering right now. Because this is why when it comes to schools, and listen, I need to be very clear with our audience, this is happening not just at public schools. Right. This is happening at private schools. It really Please does. Please do not yeah. put your fairy dust glasses on and assume that it cannot happen at a private school or a Christian school because those have gone woke and they are going mm-hmm. along with some of this nonsense. So please understand that if you say, well, we're just going to take them out, well, that also depends on what kind of co-op you're going to put your child in if you choose to put right. them in a co-op because right. those two can go woke. It depends mm-hmm. on where you are. Right. So you have to know the situation. But the idea that a school is going along with this mm-hmm. and then demonizing us and saying we're going negative on schools and teachers, mm-hmm. hi, here's your sign. Right. right. We are for our teachers. Right. We are for our administrators. We are for our kids but we are against the problem of top-down management and education. We are against the legislators who make this a possibility for Mm -hmm. our kids. We are against the problem of the divide, devour, and destroy that the enemy is taking over our schools and our kids. Mm -hmm. And everybody's just like, well, yeah, and you can't say anything about it or you're you're, you're being being mean to teachers. And then demonized for saying what in God's green earth is happening here. Now we're the bad guys because we're saying we're against that. Right. Don't, don't you think there's a little bit of, um, in the education community, there's a little bit of, oh God, we really should have said something about this. You know what I'm saying? So when, so when we say, Hey, what's going on in our schools and people get their feelings hurt and get all defensive they know they should have said something. It should never have gotten this far. It should have never gotten this far. And Chris and I had a conversation with some friends that we adore. This is years ago. And that was the first time we realized, I mean, I'm telling you, this is like the kids were little and still in the house. Um, We were having a conversation and he was like, oh my gosh, I realize you're not allowed to speak against any educators ever. Mm -hmm. 
And he's like, I'm not talking about the people per se. I'm talking about the issue. Right. And this, that's this what system. we're not good at separating out. Is we're not right. talking about the people. We love the people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as people, though, we are responsible for doing the right thing. And sometimes that means being uncomfortable. I also have a deep problem with people not feeling like they can speak up. And oh, censorship terrified. started years ago. The, the school system was one of the things ago. you could not you're say not anything negative about. Right. Shut your mouth. You're right. a wicked, evil person. Um, no, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of this whole whirlwind that we're reaping because all along the way, both parents and teachers and administrators that are good people. Yes. That are bending over backwards to love on and sacrifice for our kids. But what kid on that moment is going to come home and tell their mom, guess what we talked about at lunch today? I don't right. know about your kids, but mine need time to digest things and process. Right. So it comes up a lot later. That, and, and what we're also asking mm-hmm. is <laughs> yeah. we're asking our kids right. to tell on their teachers mm-hmm. and right. their friends. And that's real hard for me not to mm-hmm. swear right now mm-hmm. and say, darn you for that. Right. I have well, many it, more it, words It's a struggle that, to me to that's figure not out. right. We perform so poorly academically. I know that upsets folks. Sorry, thank how you. Do, how do some of our schools have time to I do know, all to do all the wokeness? When when do they do wokeness? I think the when problem when we're supposed is, to be doing reading and writing and math. I mean, is that is what we're? I think doing? they don't have time to combat the wokeness. Right. That are federal, it's, state, it's right. just the news. coming down. They're just trying to keep their job, and yeah. the fire hydrant of garbage right. like, crap is right. coming their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are they going to do? Well, social media backs that up, too, doesn't it? Yes. Once yeah. you look for one of those things, say you're a kid, and you're sitting at the lunchroom table, and you hear somebody talking about hormone replacement therapy, and you go to your phone that afternoon, and you put hormone, what the heck is that? You're going to get... Hey, and it's good. after, if it's awesome. Like, Here's some pose. Yeah. Want to I mean, deepen your voice? Sure, let's If you want to see weird, I mean, look at what pops up on my computer because all the stuff we talk about here and on my radio show. Do I got, they hear us? I got, oh, yeah, your phone listens all the time and your ads change. Go home oh, and talk gosh. about how you need uh, need new tires on the on the Bronco and see if you don't start getting uh, ads for tires. I need tennis shoes. I hope I Let's don't. Let's see if it shows I, up. I, I promise. <laughs> it's going to be Jordans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a specific kind. Yeah. But, the, but you get ads for, um, what is it, tucking underwear. If you yeah. don't know what that is, what? count yourself very, very blessed. Yes, I do know what that is. See, tell her. Is that like Mormon underwear? It helps to tuck no, that's your super, parts. Super underwear, so you don't look like a guy anymore. <laughs> you get ads for that? Yes, because I talked so about it look, on the show the yeah, other day. You can help you tuck. They have a video on showing you how to do it. Right. Oh well, that's another thing my daughter brought up last oh, night. Oh great! That um, there were conversations <laughs> in eighth grade this year about the girls that were buying binders. Yeah, to, to strap to, their chest down. To, to bind so their So for thousands boobs. of years, girls have tried to figure out how to push them together. Yeah, yeah. now and we now want them to go away. now we're trying to strap them back. Yeah. So this is yeah. my eighth grader. And this is everywhere. This is all the schools and college. Are it's, you crying? It's, it's horrible. No, I'm not crying. Oh, okay. I, just, you I lost be my crying. voice last week, and so it makes me it's just cry. not coming back. It does make me want to cry. Like can I want to just we melt off uh, the chair right now. Well, do we want to read Anonymous Teacher's Letter? It kind of... I do. I do. I don't even want to talk about Russia anymore. Okay. Which I've been We're trying to talk pipe. about. I know. Yes. I know. Forget the pipeline. We'll do that another Something time. Happened. And we can do amendments another day. But I want to hear yeah, okay. the anonymous, anonymous So it kind of does all tie in together. Is this to us? To you? you? Take, to so, us? To who? So probably three months ago, I got... Um, this chair is really right. bothering me today. I feel okay. like a little kid. Like my feet are flapping. <laughs> um, I got an email from anonymous teacher. 
And it's exactly what you're talking about. These teachers are was terrified. Was spelled right? To speak up. It yes. was. Very it was. Good. I read it too. Um, this is her friend. Though. Why do I not get to I don't know it? who it I is. I sent it to you she three months ago. You did anyway. not. She did. did no, she no, no, no. I think I told you about it. Oh, you probably oh, yeah, she did. She did. Okay. I didn't send you anything. So um, basically they had watched one of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I say they because I originally thought it was a girl. Now I think it's a boy. I really don't know. Hey, apparently it doesn't matter. It doesn't gender? matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a wolf. Um, and and basically they have watched one of our podcasts and just from a teacher's perspective, wanted to let us know kind of what they think, what it's like in the classroom, what they see kind of behind the scenes. And we've had probably three months of dialogue and mm-hmm. it's anonymously. Been, anonymously. Like I have no clue. I don't know. They're in Alabama. Okay. But because they know Alabama players, but okay. I don't know what county. I don't know what school. Really, it's kind of. And you're so nosy. You haven't tried to figure this, this is out. Awesome. I'm and impressed. We are so thankful. Well, for because this I value their opinion, right. and they are putting a lot of trust in me. Yeah. To keep. I wouldn't want to look shut. them up either, because you're going to get information that you'd never hear. So. Well, and they found me through local. I guess we had talked about mm-hmm. local, so mm-hmm. they got on the local website and then contacted me through there, but. And it's been this great dialogue because it's given me a different perspective. And what's funny is that we usually end up the same place. Like we usually end up agreeing on the issues, but their perspective and path in is very different from mine as a teacher and being really? in a school. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so do you start off kind of mm-hmm. loggerheads just a little was, bit? Yeah, you don't really understand it. And then you get like, to the same place. I'm going to read, this was basically our very first, like the first email that they sent. Okay. And if I say he, I think it's a he, I don't know. And it's long, but it's good and it's comprehensive. And I did break it down. Like, I don't know if yeah, you want to talk did. about it, but, um, and I'm not great at reading, but wait, I did grow up in Tennessee. I can read. I'm not great at <laughs> reading read. on air, but we'll go fast and we might not make it through the whole thing. But so this is basically like our first email okay. that he sent. It says, most of the time when conservative media, such as this podcast, talk about public education, it's negative. But just like in any profession, a few bad people make everyone look bad. Corrupt politicians, contractors taking bribes and cutting corners, police paid to turn a blind eye, pastors who aren't really called to ministry but are looking for a paycheck. We're not all the same. Please stop, act, stop acting like we are. I don't sit here and lump each of you into the worst of your profession. I don't know you, so please quit assuming you know each and every one of us. All right, can I call a timeout? Yeah. Why is that... You, you kind of alluded to that a minute ago. Why is that the first response, that that everybody's the same, everybody's just as bad? You know what I'm saying? I don't think people are saying that when we're having problems with education. We're not saying every teacher is bad. Why do they automatically think I we're saying every teacher is bad? I think it feels that way. And okay. Amy Beth and I were talking before the podcast, and it's like I think teachers, from what I've gathered, feel trapped between – the legislators, the bureaucrats, the mm-hmm. federal government, and the parents. And like okay. they're just kind of there. Like we're just doing our best. Right, right. We're just trying to make it through the day and get right. these kids. We're just doing what they tell us to do. Right. And, and they're why kind is everybody of bashing education and unheard. And when you are the workers, it, I'm sure it feels like they're dogging you, you know? Okay. So I, because that's not my intention. It's not any of our right. intention. No. And in fact, I had to make a Facebook post a few weeks ago because people were calling me out for being so negative. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is not about, like I could go through so many great teachers in our school system mm-hmm. that have changed our lives. 
And we all could say that. So I think it's just a natural defense reaction. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've noticed but it for I years and years and years and years. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. And that's what I'm talking about is you just feel like, well, are we not allowed to, like you can dog doctors, you can dog right. nurses, you can dog politicians. And really what we're coming against is the problem. We're not, we're not coming against right. the people. And so this is part of the issue, I think. But I agree with you when I read that, I was like, Oh, we're not but at some that. point, it does we it does fall on the responsibility of the educators to speak up against this. Yes, the problem is they have to send anonymous emails, right? Because they can't come they're out. Terrified. Right. That's right, yeah. and, and they're I terrified hate that for them of other teachers and administrators and administrators and the local school board and right. Right. I mean it just can't get outside. There's so many can't layers on the top herd. that yeah. is not fair. That's right. not fair. Right. Okay. Sorry. Um. Most of us are devout, God-fearing people. We're not Marxists. We're not teaching gay as the way. We're there to teach the standards. Each course has them. Look it up. Alabama course of study. It might shock you what isn't in there. We're there to love your kids and help them reach their potential. We're not there indoctrinating kids. If I could indoctrinate a kid, the first thing I'd do is get them to turn their work in on time. And the next and final thing would be to make them uh, make benchmark on every exam they're forced to take. Here's a novel idea for parents. Get to know your teacher. We don't mind talking or meeting with parents, especially the ones we know aren't coming at us with how perfect Johnny or Jill are, and there's no way they did what we claim. But we talk professionally to them no matter how much they cuss and spit in our faces while doing it. You can't begin to fathom how nice it would be for me to hear a parent is there to see me, and all they want is to ask how they can help me or just take the chance to get to know me. Meet the teacher night or whatever your school calls it doesn't do it. Oftentimes, we've been at school that day for 12 hours by that point. We haven't seen our family at all. Our kids will be in bed by the time we get home. We aren't paid for this extra time either. It's required we stay there without being required on paper. That's another story for another day. Just show up and say, hi, I'm Jerry's parent. How can I help and make what you're doing easier? If you do that, you'll quickly find the bad apples that you want gone. Posting screenshots on social media from teachers you've never talked to isn't going to help. That one hurt. Face-to-face contact helps. If you have no ill intentions and a teacher continuously ignores you, assuming you don't have the reputation of wanting to do away with public school teachers, or are the parent (laughs) that wants to jump the conference table and turn every conference into a WWE match, that's your sign. Those are your bad apples. Administrators would love to reach out for you to reach out to them. Again, 99% of the parent contact is when a kid gets in trouble. Reach out to them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So I find my bad apple. Yeah. You can't do anything because they're tenured. That's exactly right. Yeah. So what good does that do me? Yeah. So basically that just says, you'll find them. Good for you. Your kids got them the whole year. And next year's kids got them. And the next year's kids got them. The next year's kids got them. So, I mean, I get get it. And this is clearly somebody who is trying to do a really good job and and gets upset when somebody is... You know, unreasonable, and there's a ton of unreasonable parents. They're right about that. Everybody thinks everybody thinks Johnny is. uh, I I usually automatically think my kid's done something they shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, people who think Johnny is a saint. I know it's weird. Why are we the odd ones now? And and I think we all are in agreement also that we really do like we have to keep coming back to this. Teachers who are called to teach, just like what he's talking about, not the pastors who are just looking for a paycheck. That's right or whatever else that this person mentioned, um, is a gift. To be with those kids all day long, that is a gift. Right. So let's just 
that is a gift, and we are thankful for the ones. And we're supportive. Who are good at that and are supportive. Right. But to your point, when you find a bad apple, what are mm-hmm. you going to do? Because it's really hard to right. fire There's anybody anywhere at all do. today, yeah. right. and not just in the teaching profession. Right. I agree. I would love to hear the rest of that sometime, but I think we, I think we've got to wrap up a little bit. <sighs> Unless there's a really, really high no. point that you're that you're looking it's, for, it's because really good. it may it's, take more discussion over time, because we really, really, really right do yeah, have to. Because this is where it gets good. We really do have to reform education in some way, and I, and I think school choice is a huge way of doing that. But we're, but everybody supports publicly funded education. I mean, we want our children to grow up. We want them to be um, well educated. I mean, I've taken so much abuse over the years. You're against public education. You hate teachers. You hate all this. But, you know, me and my wife have been there anytime the school, especially my wife, anytime the school has ever needed anything, she's there to volunteer. She's there to raise money. She's there to do this. I'm, I'm there to help things. I usually get to do the manual labor, um, all that kind of stuff. And we're doing what they say. I mean, we had a teacher one year that didn't like me. My kid was in her class. And other parents were complaining because the class was too hard. She was making them do extra work. And I was like, this is fantastic. This is what the class should be like. So we went to bat with administration to defend her, even though she didn't love me at all. But she was doing a great job. What'd you do to her? Uh, I didn't vote for enough pay raises or something back when I was in uh, well, I mean, that, it's the that same kind thing. of stuff. I mean, we sponsor school sports. Right. And we're happy to. And we love our coaches. Right. We absolutely love them. But the problem is the system has been set up to keep us all at odds with one another. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do need to reform. Right. We've got to reform the system. And we can't be seeing right. as the crazy people for wanting to right. do that. Yeah. Because what we want more than anything, the same thing that I want for doctors, nurses, healthcare people, because that's what I know best more than right. anything in the world, is to preserve their ability right. to take care of their patients without the hideous influence of health insurance and government in- interference. Mm-hmm. I want the same thing for teachers. You have been given a gift. You have been given a calling. We want you to be able to do what you do best without the federal, the state, and the local telling you all the time what you have to do rather than relying on your God-given gifts and talents to know exactly what those kids need and do it without having to fight talking about puberty blockers at the lunch table. I agree completely. Mm. Here, here. That's what we want. Nice job. Um, okay, I'm marked off where that is because we're, I really want to read we'll more back. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, just because I'm trying to get better at this, I wrote about courage this week. And do y'all okay. know the story of Albert Patterson? Do you remember him? He's from yes. the 50s. He reformed Phoenix City, Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's about courage. He was the anti-gambling um, guy. Yes. Attorney General. And it's just a very interesting story based on all the things we were talking about mm-hmm. today. So uh, in, in an effort to <laughs> do better, I would love for people to take a look at that if they can. Okay. Is just his story? It's out this week. Okay. Oh, so your article. My, my article this week is about oh, Albert fantastic. Patterson. And I, I did a story on it for API years ago, mm-hmm. and then it came back up again. And I was like, you know what? More people need to know about this guy. Though, he's the it's kind of sad, though. It's heroic and sad. It's a, it's a tragedy, but it's right. also triumph in what happened afterward. Right. But I thought, you know what? At the one-year anniversary of 1819, um, looking ahead at a new legislative session, and we're, I mean, in December, we're coming up on one year. Just to be reminded of what courage actually looks like and right. cleaning up communities, what that actually looks like. Um, I don't know. It just kind of had been with me for a little while. So yeah, I, like it. I would love Very it if good. people might take they a look. They find it at 1819news.com. Yep. Do they search for your name? Uh, they can search for my name or just go scroll down till you get to opinion. And there it is. And uh, there it is. Good. You want to sign us off? Anybody want to sign us off? Any volunteers? She does. She does. 
Thanks she brought for all joining the ideas. us today. We'll hope you'll stick with us next time and have fluffy kittens. <laughs> Great. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> this has been Alabama Thank Unfiltered. You. Thank you for watching the program. Don't forget you can find this podcast at all the usual places. Give us a thumbs up, five stars, whatever it takes to get us more viewers and more people learning about what's going on in their world. See y'all.